Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful Wrestling. This is your WrestleMania 38 Night 2 review. Man, it's been a, it's been a long week, a long weekend. Got plenty of stuff to talk about. We're talking about it with Jeff Hawkins, who joined us for our night one review, which got rave reviews at that, Jeff. Uh, people, I don't, you know what? <laughs> Some of the, You have an audience now because it's grown so much in the past couple of years that they don't remember when the Jeff was on every week. I know. You know they're all the Denise Salcedo fans. I make I, listen. I make Anna Bauer jokes to Denise Salcedo, and, and, no, the, and nobody gets them. Nobody gets them. Uh-huh. Occasionally, like one person will 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 get it. But no. But I'm thankful for the positive feedback. Uh, let's see. If we have fun for night two. I yeah. made an Anna. I made an Anna Bauer joke tonight. By the way, I saw that. I, I, I said that that. Ed, that edge entrance could be on most ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Guys, this show brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful, as well as HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Please support our sponsors, uh, including AllForm.com slash Fightful, who uh, were very nice to me in my new home, uh, a subsidiary of Helix. But they are bringing you this show, so check them out. Show them some love and show us some love. Leave a thumbs up on this video, YouTube.com slash fightful if you guys want to see a bunch of our mania week scrum videos those are going to be on youtube.com slash fightful scraps for those of you who don't know we have a clips channel interview clips show clips uh some additional scrum footage a lot of things like that but i got a bunch of interviews that i'm dropping as well we had mikey ruckus who just dropped a ton of information on friday this Tuesday, I'm starting to roll out my Mania Week interviews. Let me tell you, the Becky Lynch interview I'm dropping did not age well. It didn't age well at all, <laughs> but I'm excited for you guys to see it. We've got some big names coming your way from uh, Becky Lynch to AJ Styles, Britt Baker, Adam Cole, Hangman Page. Lots of big names coming to Fightful.com, and you'll get early access to the notes and the interviews when you subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I will brag about that consistently throughout this show, but if you want your question or statement read on the air, 
leave us a super chat or leave us a humper chat. And for those of you who don't know what humper chats are, go to humperchats.com. It is a Streamlabs PayPal platform. You can leave your question or statement before the show as well in case you don't watch live. And we do reviews for every major show, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, and pay-per-views. Sabrina says, hey, SRS and Jeff, I love you guys. With an incredibly generous super chat uh, was Sabrina. Sabrina, I look forward to, to uh, reviewing this show. Hope you Hope you enjoy it. Hope you had a good time. And we love seeing you here. Thank you so much for the kind words. And Maggie, uh, co-host of uh, Coexisting with Rob and Maggie on Fightful Overbooked, says WrestleMania was silly and stupid and I loved it. More Jeff on Fightful shows, please. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe we will. Maybe, maybe we will. We will. <laughs> I think so. But also great to hear from Maggie. Graham says, adrenaline in my soul. More Jeff Hawkins. Let's effing go. <laughs> I don't know. I joke. I joked with the other guys on Fightful Overbook. There might be a mid-show trade with sour graps. I mean, it's oh, nice. <laughs> nice. By the way, guys, if you want a more sour review, <laughs> Alex Palowski and Kate are doing a a live stream as well on FightfulSelect.com. They've got the green light to to do streams over there whenever it is they want. J.K. Schwal says, two nights of Hawkins. This really is stupendous. I mean, you're <laughs> like the Stone Cold." I am the Brock Lesnar of Fightful, as you recall. There you go. Yeah. So that you gave them the green light, and they're ready to go, 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 go. Oh, we, oh, we, oh, Oh, boy. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> when this show is over, you can scoot on over to FightfulSelect.com, and they will still be live for a very <laughs> long time. Adrian says, which night did you like better? Which NXT star would you like to see debut this week? I liked night one a lot better. I would like to see Braun Breaker debut this week. Uh, although I will tell you what my original plan was him was for him later on. Uh, how about you, Jeff? I'm guessing your plan might be the same as mine. I'm guessing that, but we'll talk uh, about my, that. my answers are the same. There Night one was far and away. I think my, my note of the difference between the two nights is there was, I mean, there were a couple of really good things on night two. Don't get me wrong that I enjoyed, but there was that lack of almost joy in a lot of the matches that that night one had that night two didn't exactly it's it, it's a it's it's not an it's not an accessible thing because it's not like the work was worse don't get me yeah. wrong on that but there was a certain there's a certain vibe on night one that night two didn't have with the exception of two matches on on this card and our good friend sabrina says cody made my night on saturday though good to have him back in wwe i'm excited to see what the future holds for him going further in the company Man, they hit him hard with media over the last 24 hours. And he did were, well. I thought did, he did well on his media, too. He, he did great. He did a, an hour-long scrum with media. He did the Ringer podcast. He did Variety. Uh, I can tell you, I, I hit up WWE. They seem like they're they're interested in giving uh, Fightful some time with Cody. So um, that hopefully that's coming very soon. But, yeah, I, I think that... I think that there was so much joy, as you mentioned on Saturday, and Cody was a part of that joy. Yes. Yeah. The first major defection, or just the first defection from AEW to WWE, period, because nobody else has had time to have their contract come up yet. So, uh, yeah. And the only people who really crapped on it were the hardcore AEW types. I mean, that, those yeah. were really the, and you're going to get those. Um, did you get to watch any of the pre show at all? Yes, I did. George Kittle is going to be in a WrestleMania. Oh, absolutely. That dude. I want him and McAfee in a tag team. I, I want him to play for the Cincinnati Bengals. As well, well, yes, that too, of course. <laughs> yes. I mean, 
I mean, yeah. I, I want yes. everybody good to play for the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, Please, you God. know McAfee and Kittle are going to put on Road Warriors face paint when they team Oh, up. yes. Or They're going to do it. I actually had that bench with Lego go, why not demolition? Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, guys, reminder, get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. Um, we, we would greatly appreciate it. And uh, Nerd Guru says, I said it yesterday. Eki and Seth, uh, Seth household can can sleep soundly knowing that their matches stole the show on both nights. I mean, they were on different nights, or they were on the same. They were on the same night, so, I, I mean, but, but I know what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spencer says, "Is Cody going to be in WWE long term?" Yes, yes, he is. Very. Okay. He's, he signed a multi year deal. Um, I, I'm trying to find out how long exactly. I asked people close to him. And they said, oh, we, we said how long? I said, no, you didn't. In fact, Cody said that his agent told him not to say it. And they said, oh, well, it was in the, the last draft of the press release. And I said, no, it wasn't. And they looked and they said, oh, no, it wasn't. So they didn't tell me. I'm going to find out. Give me and he time. used an agent, you tell me. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. boy. <laughs> Adrian Wells says, uh, great mania. Top five ever, maybe? Um. Hmm. 17, 17, 17 is the gold standard. So. Yeah. 17, 19, 21, 20 uh, to me are, are right there. Um, 30, pretty 30 good. was really recall. good. At least the ending was good. Yeah. I, I don't know about top 10 or yeah. top five, top 10. I, I'd probably put it top 10. It yeah. Fun. I mean, at least night one would carry it into a top 10. Cause there have been some yeah. stinker of, of manias. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, but I, I just, I don't have a ranking in front of me. I mean, yeah. Joel Woods says I may get heat here, but I'm going for it. This was a top mania, a top 10 mania overall to me. No, I think if it's like, top- like <laughs> number one, like what you like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you think it's a top 10, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Like, like that's that's your personal opinion. You can think that, that any WrestleMania is top 10 if you so choose. Jam Beard says, Night 1 didn't feel like a typical WWE pay-per-view, whereas Night 2 felt very WWE. Had some good matches on it. One really bitter squash tag match and two boring matches on it. Uh, we'll, I, think, we'll, I, think this na- I think that nailed it. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I do too. C says best match of night two has got to be Sammy Knoxville. Listen, I, I, I got to say, I enjoyed that match more than any match on the show. I had more fun watching that match. And he says the main event looked like it was rushed. Left me with the feeling of that's it. It wasn't rushed. There was plenty of time left in the show. I adored Knoxville and Zane. We will talk about it, but it's hard for me to disagree with that. Uh, as, as Sean knows, I, I've said this before. The three things I like in professional wrestling are bad men doing bad things, tag team wrestling, and unrepentant stupidity. And the yes. unrepentant stupidity of that Knoxville Sami Zayn match brought so much joy to me. It was my most enjoyable match. I still <laughs> go with the tag match. The uh, the three way to to open the show oh, is the boy. best match. That was uh, amazing. Most enjoyable. Yeah, that, that Knoxville. <laughs> Knoxville Sammy thing just had me on the floor at times. I I loved it. Sabrina Harley says complete completely irrelevant to Mania, but Sean, you got robbed by Denise this week. First off, Sabrina, thank you. You're being incredibly generous with the super chats. We love you. We appreciate you. And yes, you're you're absolutely right to reinforce your very generous super chat. Uh, I did get robbed by Denise this week, and her influence was felt on the main event of tonight's show. So I can relate to Brock Lesnar. Um, I got hit right. In the penis 
And uh, not only that, she didn't even eliminate me the way I taught her to eliminate people, hypothetically. I, you know, I, I she asked me, hey, Sean, if I were to toss people over the top rope in a battle royal, how would I do it? And I, I taught her. I taught her the night before. See, that was a and, trap. That was just to get you to mansplain so that she gets mad at you and then just throw you over the rope. And I, I taught her. I did teach her, Jeff. I didn't suspect anything because I trusted my friend. And listen, oh. Denise wasn't booked for that show. No. She didn't have work until I went to Brett Lauderdale. She doesn't even show, work here. I went to Brett Lauderdale and I pushed him on his forehead like that, like really oh. disrespectful. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that. And I mm-hmm. said, listen, you're going to book my friend Denise Salcedo as my personal ring announcer. And I did that. I, I like put my finger. <laughs> and he goes, well, listen, all she had to do was ask. And I said, shut up. And I did this. I went. Well, I think now's a good time as any. Let me tell you something, Denise Salcedo. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I mean, I got her booked, and then she did that to me. Uh, but yeah, I love me some Sova. Says, were you not sports entertained <laughs> here and there? I am not willing to let absolutely everything go under the guise of yeah, but it was stupid and fun. Yeah, because there was some stuff that should have been, and some stuff that shouldn't have been. Golden Boy says, WrestleMania night one proved you do not need two big guys to have a great show. It's about the story and the chemistry in the ring. Exactly. Uh, again, another generous super chat. Jeff, how does that statement hold up for you? Chemistry, definitely. I think part of the problem with night two was they were trying to tell stories. Mm-hmm. And they were telling them poorly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and- to be honest with you, I, I just, there, there were, there were some choices where I'm just like, what in the hell was, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, and again, night one, even if there was a lack of emotion in a lot of these matches on night two, they felt like just normal WWE TV taping type matches where it's like in these big feuds, the thing that drives them, this is supposed to be your season finale. Supposedly yeah. WrestleMania is the end of everything. So the, so the matches should be heated or at least you should feel something in them. And in night one, what you felt was, Everybody was having a blast in the ring. That's what I felt like here. And night two, I felt like everybody was working. Yeah. As in clocking in for their job and they've come in to do this and they're, and they've come to do the standard with the exception of, you know, a couple people like McAfee. McAfee's always going to bring that uh, joie de vivre or however you say it in, in, into the ring. And, and, and I loved him, but there were times here where you're just like, you know, this is supposed to be like almost a blood feud and you didn't feel like it was a blood feud at times. Yep, I agree. Based Maritimer says, uh, watch WrestleMania this year with my movie nerd roommate. He's been watching AEW with me for most of the last year. After 20 minutes of night one, he pointed out how dog shit WWE production is, specifically the cuts. Even the good (laughs) matches get hurt by it. Yes, this a million percent. At least five times during this show, I saw a cut to the crowd during a pin. During a pin, they missed the double dive during the women's tag match, which yeah. was a big time spot. There's just too many cuts. Put it on the hard camera and let it go, man. I mean, that's what they used to do in the old days all the time. It's they do the cuts in exchange for thinking that they're that they're keeping it flowing and moving in terms of action, in terms of um, in terms of in turn in. in an active choice as opposed to a passive choice type thing. And what it does instead is it gives everybody a headache watching. When a guy who can't find the hard camera is telling you your production's bad, it's bad. (laughs) We've got uh, 
AEW Mark NNC saying, uh, I'm an AEW Mark, <laughs> obviously, and says, I don't watch a lot of WWE, but WrestleMania is any indication on WWE's production on Raw and SmackDown. AEW has a long way to go. It makes the product a lot easier to watch. Hate to say it, but it's 100% true. Uh, makes it more attractive. Um, is he saying yeah. WWE is more attractive to watch or AEW is more attractive to watch? Because uh, that sounded yeah. weird to me. Sorry. To me, yeah. Um, I don't. I think AEW is a much easier show to watch from a production standpoint. By um, far. Sometimes. They, they have their faults, too. I mean, they, they miss shots here and there, but they're not actively making the choice to cut, 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 cut. Yeah. Well, let's kick us off. Uh, Triple H's promo. This was a pleasant surprise. This was nice. It was uh, Triple H coming out and sort of bidding adieu. I mean, there. I was. I wondered if he could even get out in front of a crowd anymore. I mean, he's got a defibrillator on uh, right now. I mean, there's there's a lot of limitations for stuff like that. But um, he was out at NXT. I know, but he like came out on the ramp okay. and gave a little bit of a hug. Fair. He got in the ring. He did the the spit. He like fired up a yeah. little bit yeah and uh left his boots in the ring the stitches have had time to heal i mean yeah. my, my dad had had that same thing it's like you gotta, come on dad he wanted to play golf immediately it's like no dad you gotta wait for that but uh i saw people crapping on this and i was just like look no way wwe gonna on. do what they do and triple h is a wwe legend he deserves yes, he this moment no matter how self-indulgent you personally find it the the Fans of WWE ate this up. They loved it. They did a thank you Hunter chant. They were chanting for Scott Hall, and they got he got his little moment in the beginning with the Wolfpack sign. And you know, Triple H left his boots in the ring, and hopefully, hopefully like Undertaker, that means he's done for the for yeah. the time. But uh, you know, it was symbolic, and it meant. And also, let's not deny that it probably meant a lot to him to be able to do yeah this of course a five-time wrestlemania main eventer is triple h he absolutely deserves you know this. it would have been bad if it had been like a sons of anarchy type style opening with motorcycles and he's yeah. doing the old mania interest no this was this was classy in some ways for what wwe does i mean look for what you say i mean we had another undertaker coming out for night two and doing the same stroll type thing but no i think triple h for all he's done in the company, no matter if you liked it or not, you had certain criticisms of him. And certainly I did for a lot of his career in WWE. Cause I was, I was into the quote unquote dirt sheets back in 92 when sure. you know, and, and, you know, following all the antics backstage, he deserves this moment. Yes. he does. And, and for the people crying, suck up deal and move on with the wrestling starts. There you go. Joel Wood says, I know she wasn't signed, but with Cody there, can you see Brandy wrestling at some point, even if it's a mixed tag with Miz and Maurice? She wants to, but I don't. I could see her appearing on screen at some point, yes. but I could see her appearing on screen. I couldn't see a match. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could see them doing like a Miz, Maurice, Cody, Brandy thing where, where Brandy like comes out, hits the spear on Maurice type of thing. And it, if she becomes, and, and, and makes ahead. it very clear that it is not open mic night, bitch. <laughs> if she becomes a big enough star outside with her outside yeah. projects, yes. If not, it, it's the, it's the thing where well, she, nobody's ever seen her wrestle on the main roster. They don't expect her to wrestle. 
And I think they'd probably say she's a bit too old. I'm going to be honest with you. I think they would, but never say never. I mean, I could see a mixed tag with Ms. Maurice. Trust me. You know, that was rumored at one point, I think. Zach Schimmel says, Sean was robbed of the Fightful Championship by Melissa and now the Battle (laughs) Royal by Denise. Women of Fightful are all heels, even though we love them. You know what? Uh, You're right. You're right. That is true. That is true. Has Kate made her heel turn yet? No, she's she is a super baby face. Well, okay. you know what? She did on <laughs> some section of Twitter when she talked about Joshi. Ah, so uh, gotcha. So there you go. Justin McClucky says, uh, best WrestleMania in several years, top to bottom. Camera cuts suck, but that was an absolute blast both nights. McAfee stole the show. Great two nights of wrestling. Denise was the ultimate heel turn on Friday. Yes, she did turn heel. She is an absolute piece of shit. Um you know what? I, I had I enjoyed myself watching WrestleMania. I I don't think night two held a candle to night one. No. Um, and let and let me add one other thing because it came up in the Maggie, you're a heel. Okay. Really? <laughs> I think she's a baby face. She's okay, she's a baby face. I she's mean heel she's, to me. she's too likable. That's true. She's too likable. <clears throat> well, uh the raw men's tag team title match was very likable. Very RK Bro defeated Alpha Academy and the Street Profits. Now I have discovered a formula in the Montez Ford matches. Uh, They have like a pretty standard tag match. Mm -hmm. And this is something I brought up on shows before. Then he does that beautiful dive and I go, wow, what a great match. It tricks me. It's an optical illusion (laughs) every time because he does something so athletic each time that I forget that I saw the same paint by numbers match. Now, does does, does, does AR Fox get royalties for that spot, by the way? I know. Uh. <laughs> this was not a paint-by-numbers match. This no. was unbelievably good. We got the Avalanche RKO from Riddle. We got the RKO from Orton to finish it. A year of this that was supposed to last a couple months and lead to a split, mm-hmm. and it just worked, and Randy Orton is having the time of his life. FightfulSelect.com reported that this would kick off the show, and kick off the show it did. This To me, this was probably the best match of the night. Happy Randy Orton is something, isn't he? It's wild. Isn't it? Because he always looked like he was just a, a sourpuss. And you know half of that's acting as the character, but the other half is just kind of, eh. I here. was ready for the angry old man stable with Shelton, Brock, yeah, and Orton Yeah, a few you and I ago. talked about that a lot about that. And, I, you know, we were also, like, looking, oh, man, he looks like he's having fun with, with the revival. Maybe that'll yeah. help him here. But this, it's like he ends up with a riddle who you're just like, all right, cool. Yeah. It's over-delivered. Uh, in addition to your two spots, I loved the uh, the top rope bulldog. I thought that was great. I know they've used that before, but it was still. I, and I like that they put over a nice homage to the Steiners because I think you know the Steiners are a yeah. great wrestling tag team. I wanted to see Otis do a moonsault for Vader, but yeah, oh we didn't get God. that. Um, and, and I'm a sucker for anybody using the Vader bomb. I just love that move because as a kid, that was the big man finish. Three quarters of the way through, I was like, man, they've given everybody everything except for Dawkins. And it was like, it was like Alpha Academy had some great spots. Montez was getting his, Randy, and, and then Dawkins. And I had never seen him do a somersault uh, tope. Yeah. Was that a first for him? I, it's the first that I remember. Because that didn't get enough love on commentary. It was just like, oh, big move by Dawkins. I was like, wait a second. I don't think I've ever seen him leave the top his feet to go to the ring like that. That was amazing. Um, yeah, and and this just you know, and then it, you know, 
as as these things do, they they devolve into a three way, you know, uh, tornado match of some kind. But uh, all the spots here were fun. They were great. It was a lot. You know, I bit I bit on at least one thing too. I did not expect RKO to win. I thought you know, actually, I thought the Super RKO was gonna was gonna finish him from 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 Riddle. Yeah, that was just amazeballs. When 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 G- Chad Gable. Because now we have two Gables involved in this, so somebody's getting a name change. I think when he went up for the dive, I go and saw I saw Orton there. I go, okay, it, it looked out of place. I go, this is an R- super RKO for him. Yeah, I was wondering if they were supposed to be synchronized. Riddle is, yeah, that would. I, I don't know because it'd be hard to catch. Yeah, that, unless you hard. do the wide shot. I wouldn't trust yeah. WWE to catch that. Sabrina says night two was after me. I felt like there wasn't as much excitement and I feel like we didn't really need to have Roman versus Brock. We could have gotten better in my opinion. Like I've said, these, uh, these live shows before WWE is flippy floppy with his match cards. I definitely don't think they needed to go back to Brock seven, eight times. Like that, that, that is them still jamming the same main event down our throat that they've been trying to make a thing for seven years now, Jeff, seven years. So I agree with you, Sabrina. Uh, and I think the the main event could have could have had a lot more. I keep them just... apart if you're gonna do it because the problem is they've been going back and forth to each other since even before day one. But I mean, all year has been Brock and and, and Roman. Shit, all all the last several the last seven years, man. Like, yeah, that's true. And even matches that couldn't happen, like when when Roman got diagnosed, wasn't he supposed to face Brock or Brock right before that as well? I think like, so, but you remember the whole point of the streak, you know, what Brock beating the streak was, oh, now Roman's yeah. going to beat Brock and then that's going to get him over and then that didn't happen and you're just like, "Oh my god, what are they doing here?" Off the top of my head, they did Mania 31 that turned into the Rollins match. They did Fastlane uh-huh. with Ambrose. They did the four-way at SummerSlam that had uh, Strowman and Joe. Mm-hmm. They did Mania 34. They did Greatest Royal Rumble. They did SummerSlam 2018 that went like five, six minutes. Yeah. They did Crown Jewel, and they did Mania. And then they were supposed to do another show before Reigns got diagnosed. It's like, man, it's it's time to move on. Yeah. It is time to move on. Or to get now, fresh, fresh faces in that whole mix. Yeah. And and this should have been the approach that was taken like one or two matches into it because Reigns should have been this type of guy long ago. But uh, after the RK Bro match, uh, I'll let me some soba says Chad Gable is just going to be Chad once Vince learns what a Chad is. Woo boy, that's what I said. He's going to be a Chad because Gable Stevenson is going to take his name, and I mean yes. that is his honest to God name. If you could. If you could doubt that his parents had a vision for him mm-hmm. as a child. Uh, so Gable Stevenson's brought in to hang out with Street Profits and RK Bro. I thought the acting from the guys in the ring when Chad Gable walked up and slapped that drink out of his hand Don't was amazing. Don't Jeff. take my thunder here because that was my one note. Randy, Randy Orton selling this drink slap. With his facials, go back, uh, please, everybody, go back and watch his reaction to that. Because, yeah, everybody in this was fantastic. Gable is just such a fantastic douchebag. Yes. Chad Gable, not oh, this is gonna be so hard because I want just because they've they've shortened his name now to just Gable, right? They took away the Chad part. No, <laughs> no, the tag no. team. I thought they might have. I thought no, it was Gable no. and Otis. Okay. Um. Yeah, and, and and this this got what it was supposed to get. Um, Volop doesn't call him Chad too good. 
You, you know, you watch, you, but you watch this thing, you go, man, if they had just done that for the other guy that's taking this suplex. Yeah. With his pedigree. But, you know, they like the big, they like the size, but but overall, you know, and then the celebration afterwards. And, you know, this was, this was fun, I thought. Yeah. This made a lot of sense to introduce him. Uh, I got to see more physical charisma out of yes. Gable Stevenson because he does not have it like like Kurt Angle did. No. And that's who he's going to draw. But Kurt Angle to. didn't have it at first either. I, I mean, mean and, sure. I mean, pre WWF. I mean, yeah. when he was you know, still when he was supposed when, to go to ECW. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there you go. That one. Yeah, so that right. one. You're right. Sabrina says SRS versus Chad Gable. No, thank you. No, thank you. People you know what? You. I bet he, I bet he could carry me to a good match because he's mm -hmm. that good. I bet you he could. Uh, we had Bobby Lashley against Omos. So I, I've got mixed feelings here. Omos ain't good. No. He's not good in the ring. He can't sell. He can't talk. He has no physical charisma presence. I thought what was going to happen was MVP would accompany Bobby Lashley, turn on Omos mm -hmm. and say, Bobby, you have shown me that you are vulnerable. That cost you the world title. I want someone who isn't vulnerable and side with Omos. And then you at least cover one of those things. I have mixed feelings because am I glad that Lashley beat Omos? Yeah, kind of. But do I think it should have been used for somebody who isn't a former world champion, isn't in his mid-40s? Yes. There's a lot of things. I thought Braun Breaker... Mm -hmm. Should have debuted. <laughs> yes. He should have squashed yes. Omos. Yes. He should have ran in there. He should have slammed Omos. He should have hit Omos with a uh, second top rope bulldog and pinned Omos. Yes. And crushed him. And that's how you debut Braun Breaker on the main roster. So well, let's talk about how this was booked before we talk about the match. I agree. <laughs> Those are my exact notes. Why didn't we <laughs> save this for Braun Breaker? The number one, the problem with building up almost like this is that you also decided in building up almost to sacrifice your other quote unquote giant in Commander Aziz, or as my partner yeah, on Shake Them Rope says, Commander As Is. Uh, <laughs> he he's yeah. like a walking cartoon character. But though, but like. again, you know. Giants don't giants don't grow on trees, and Vince should know this better than anybody else. So if you're gonna beat your giant, it has to be for something good. And, and you remember this running joke? I think you do. I don't know if I ever use it on Shake them or on a uh, Fightful or not. But I said Vince really thinks that David versus Goliath is the most poorly booked story in the in the Bible, and this was his way of getting around it because we had forty five year old. Six foot three, 247 pound David versus Goliath. And, and, and Vince is like, that's how it should have been in the Bible, probably. Uh, yeah, I am of the opinion that if you're going to build up a guy like this, imagine if he had beaten Bobby here. Imagine if he had beaten Bobby. And then on Monday night, he comes out because he does have charisma. I will fight you a little bit on this because okay. did you see the did you see the video from Wally Mania? I did actually, yeah. He has charisma in him. 
In him, yes. In him, not yet. Him. Not, not wrestling, not Vince, because, you know, Vince overscripts you, so you can't be natural out there, but if they let him do it. But anyways, let him come out. I beat Bobby Lashley, who can take a loss at this point. Mm-hmm. Who you got for me? Debut Braun. And it's not Mania, but it's one, yeah. two, three. I mean, you could have debuted him at Mania, and Braun probably be all-world star if you followed up on it on Monday, but... uh no, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. This was just this was just oh just just a waste of the bill of almost. What did we go through all that? For? I, I thought the money in it, money in Omos wasn't gonna be him because he ain't that good. I thought the money was in slamming him and pinning him. Yes. It was the spectacle. Who it understands was, that better as slamming and, a giant at mania than the WWF? And they missed it. And I think that that's okay to do that. Like if if you can you can spend time building up one person without expecting them to be the guy you can that that's just smart booking to do that in these few, the two or three minute harmless handicap matches and then somebody who will be the guy mm-hmm. comes along and crushes them sabrina yes. sabrina says she knew omos was gonna get buried tonight uh well i don't know if he got buried, buried I think is a strong word bobby lashley bumped his ass off for omos. that headshot on yes. the on the turnbuckle where he w- went back like that, I I <laughs> I know it was probably worked, but it got me. I was yeah. scared because it's like number one, that's almost number two. Look, Lashley's not the most limber fella, and he's doing that. He might have cracked his back pretty bad, even if he didn't hurt his head on it. Uh, Lashley for for I mean for all the complaint we're doing about the booking, sold for almost pretty hard. I think. Yeah. Yeah, oh, big time. He did everything he could. I thought Omos probably did better in this match than I've seen him do as well. Because when he like will club somebody or clothesline somebody, I buy it. Mm-hmm. I buy that they're running into a brick wall there. And that's that's a good thing with, uh, with him. Tremaine says, I don't know if Omos, or he says, I don't know, Omos works for me, a big dude with the chain. I mean, yeah, he does the big man stuff just fine. Yeah. You don't I mean, have to do a lot as a big man. A choke exactly. slam of some kind, a body slam, which will you put over as man. Look at the height he came off of. Yes. A big boot. Well, what, you want him to do moonsaults? No. I, <laughs> I want him to do giant stuff. I want him to be 911 from you, ECW. You want him to be a threat, Jeff. Yes. And fortunately, if you're dealing with threats, NordVPN.com slash Fightful has threat protection. But don't worry. Those online trackers... Those annoying pop-up ads, that malware, which, let me tell you, you're not going to find it Fightful, unlike some wrestling websites. NordVPN.com slash Fightful blocks all of that. Not only that, it helps you avoid price discrimination, lets you avoid geo-restrictions. Maybe you want to subscribe to the WDB network because you miss it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows that. And you can subscribe to other services much cheaper in other areas than you would here. You can get UFC pay-per-views much cheaper in other regions. It effectively pays for itself, and that's with a 70% off deal and an additional month free. But how about this? If you're still on the fence, 30-day money-back guarantee. I'll tell you what GCW didn't do. Give me a 30-day guarantee on my integrity when they screwed me out of my big return. Hmm. But NordVPN.com slash Fightful has your back, and it's available on all your devices. Not only that, you want to keep your information safe when you're traveling to places like Dallas, really terrible towns, really terrible states, on that unsecured Wi-Fi. 
It's a hotbed for hackers, my friends, but not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I truly use this every day. You guys are going to love it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We appreciate them supporting the show. They sponsor uh, almost all of our shows plus the interviews. So show them some love. Even if you don't uh, use them, hit up NordVPN on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. Binka says, wanted to show some love to my favorite people. Denise screwed SRS on Friday. This was a fun mania. It was a fun mania, and I'm ready to talk about maybe the most fun I had during mania. Maybe excluding Becky Bianca, because I just love a good story in a match, but Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn had just one of the most sports entertainment matches you could possibly have. This was perfect. From Chris Pontius as Party Boy (laughs) to the biggest slam in WrestleMania history. Wee Man, let me tell you, Wee Man came out chucking and ducking, Jeff. He threw leg kicks. (laughs) Number, Number one, the other big thing about this is that Michael Cole and McAfee were having the time of their lives. On commentary. Yes. This started from moment one with the introduction of Johnny Knoxville. And was it the South Knoxville? Um, I, I forgot the name that they gave him, but it's just like as much as I, <laughs> as much as I'm, I was never a huge jackass guy, but I admit they did some oh, very funny things. I didn't watch a lot of it. I just didn't have time when it was at its peak. Sure. Yeah, but I love street kayaking. That's one of the dumbest bits they ever yes. did. And I absolutely loved it. Johnny Knoxville will take some damage. He was bleeding hard way after halfway through this match. <laughs> the symbols spot, I howled at the <laughs> stupidity of it, but it was great. The great thing about being on TV and not being there live is that hand came out of nowhere. The giant hand that killed great, Sammy. Great camera work on oh, that. Oh, I... I, I love, yes, Wee Man was great. Them burying Party Man's buttocks was great. Oh, I, I love Pat McAfee <laughs> saying, I wish this could, could be the first time that I said I've seen Chris Pontius's ass, but that would not be true. Uh, like that was amazing. Cauliflower, I think they called it. It was, <laughs> it was so good. Uh, the, the table spot with all of the mouse traps on it, Sami Zayn took an insane bump during yes. that. Yeah, and and mouse, yeah, the the mousetrap spot straight out of like FMW Japan, that thing. So I, the finish that Johnny Knoxville saved, mind you. Let's talk about how that thing malfunctioned, <laughs> and the fact that he is so adept at mouse traps that he knew exactly how to fix it to save the match. Prop comedy can be hard, kids, especially if your props decide to rebel on you at the big moment. I'm sure it has something to do with storing it under the ring and then having to pull it out under yes. the ring. Something got snagged or something. Was, I'm sure it worked in rehearsal, as they say. Yes. He saved this. Saved this spot perfectly. Oh, I found the line I wanted. It was uh, McAfee saying his cheeks were just starting to get over. Oh, no. <laughs> is like, what are you talking cheeks? Uh, <laughs> Bob Harris has a great super chat he says the son of may young and mark henry helped johnny knoxville <laughs> win this one 
I wish someone would have been quick enough to feed him that line. That was great. That's that was... fantastic. But oh, we love and you, Sammy Zayn. Sammy Zayn was great in this, even when some of the props weren't working. He was selling them. The uh, the there was a spot where I think Johnny oh. missed on something, and he just sold it anyways. It was, it was, I mean, the the you, taser spots. <laughs> you won't get this reference, but watchers of Jackass, Bill, my my wife messaged me, and she said they should have used cacti during that <laughs> Knoxville match. Uh, there was once uh, Ryan Dunn, the late Ryan Dunn, yeah. biked into a pile of cacti. And they were arguing as he lied there, whether it was called cactus or cacti. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, we, we got cacti right next to our house. Somebody planted it. I would, I would have been happy to give it to him, but we man was a revelation though, too. That was one of <laughs> legitimately, listen, I, this is not recency bias. This is nothing. This, that was one of my favorite WrestleMania spots ever. That was amazing. That was so great. So much fun. The body slam was so good because I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then he got him. Yeah. And I was like, that's the roller coaster I wanted to go on right there. It it was so stupid, but it was so what WrestleMania need to be at that moment, too. I uh, yeah, this uh, this was a great comedy match. And look, we a lot of us in the uh, commentary at. Uh, Criticize both KO and Sammy for going back. Yeah. But this beats falling off ladders twice a week for Sammy or whatever. I mean, look, he's going to be able to take his bumps because, you know, he has the experience doing it, but he's going to do it at the big shows for big money. I thought the build for this was some of the best build they did for Mania, to be honest with you. This he was worth every dime they paid him and more. Uh, Drew Nicholas of Hits and Misses on Fightful Overbooked says, Excellent WrestleManias. Night one was a superior night. Becky Bianca was the match on both shows, but I got to say, Knoxville Zane was second. Way more fun than it had any right yes. being. I mean, as far as enjoying myself watching it, like I, I watch it with my wife. We've watched all the Jackass movies together. We went and watched the most recent one a couple months ago, and we loved it. We loved it. I heard as the show started that they were going to put some Jackass hijinks in there. And they all worked out. They all worked. And, and you know, yeah, that when the mousetrap malfunctioned, I went, oh yes. no, oh no, they're going to miss the dismount. Oh no, 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 no. And then Johnny just is like, he's pulling things. He's just like, work, damn you. Brilliant. I <laughs> loved I'm, it. And the commentary didn't bury the, the, the stall either, which was good. They held off on it. Yes. Flim Flam Andrew says, couldn't possibly care less about Jackass, but I loved everything about that match. It was delightfully stupid. One of my favorite manias. Delightfully stupid is the perfect way to put it. It was so much fun. It was just so much fun. Sometimes wrestling needs to be delightfully stupid. Yep. Women's four-way tag match. This (laughs) this blew last year's out of the water. That much I'll tell you. (laughs) It's a low bar, dude. It sure is. It sure (laughs) is. Nobody slipped on the runway this time. Yeah. Um, Aziza says, did Liv get hurt in the match? I don't know. I'll find out. Uh, there were a lot of double team moves that I really enjoyed throughout this match. The riptide into the backstabber was a real good one. There were just a lot of really nice moves here. I hate the tower of doom. Thank you. I have that right here. That's my first note. I never want to see it again. 
Uh, other than that, I thought this was a lot of fun too. And it was one of those matches that could have been a trash fire or could have been really great. And I thought it was pretty good. It was messy though, admittedly. At times, sure. Um, sure. You know, it felt a I, little bit, ex- it felt a little like a, it felt a little like a TV SmackDown far away to be honest with I mean, at times, but there were I good mean, things in this. Yeah. This was like six, seventh from the top. So I expect that when you've got eight competitors and three producers on a match. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of expect that by the way, go to fightfulselect.com If you want to read a full list of WrestleMania producers, let me start with some, some praise. Uh, Sasha Banks is just the best. She's, She's just the best. And, and her being stuck here and still being the pro that she is speaks volumes to me i mean that's yeah. that's someone who who deserved even higher i i'll tell you a spot i adored i adored Rhea breaking up the pin with zelina and putting her on the top rope yeah i thought that was really good uh you remember this i believe because i did this or maybe it was with with someone else on, on a smackdown fightful i put over carmella big She's not the best wrestler in the world, but she is a perfect mid-card yeah. flaky heel that doesn't get enough credit because she's pretty. She she can go a lot better than people will give her yes. credit for. The match I will always point to is when Charlotte had a long layoff. Yeah, yeah. And you go back and you watch that match, and I, Carmella was the general in that match. Like, she got charlotte where she needed to be in that match she helped carry that match and i don't hesitate to say that that was a very important match for those two and carmella does whatever it is she's asked to do Mm -hmm. and does it she does it and she'll she'll do that for however long they ask her to do it she's she's a gamer she is such a gamer she'll have a job for as probably as long as she wants because of that um Uh, as for the tower of doom though Oh. I can buy Rhea doing the Tower of Doom. Yes. I can't buy Liv performing a Tower of Doom. And if you're if you're producing it, why are Liv and Rhea selling it? Like, yeah. if it takes that much out of them, why are they doing it? But um, the double team moves. Uh, well, Tremaine says I don't like the messy criticism. It's hard to coordinate a carpool. Better yet, an eight person tag match. Well, here's the thing, Tremaine. Don't fucking do it then. Don't do if the train wreck. Just have if, a straight tag match at times. If, if it's that hard to coordinate, then don't do it. Yeah. Like, it's pretty simple. But um, I, it wasn't so messy that I didn't like it. No. I, I like chaos, and I liked yeah. it because it gave reason. When you have this many people in a match, it eliminates the need for a ton of psychology yeah. because it's going to be chaos regardless. But, and there but were so all, many, these, all these multi-tag matches devolve into the chaos, sure. which is kind of, I mean, I like having the one spot of chaos and I like them going back to their corners. Usually that's but, my thing, but I'm, but old. I mean, there's, I get there's yeah, there's no reason for them to do it though. There's no yeah. DQ. Yeah. So there's, there's a reason for it to be messy. There's a reason for it to ha- be chaotic. Uh, Sabrina says live and Rhea were insane. I think they work really well together. I think they should have um, gone over to be honest with it, but that's, well, that was my thing. Uh, I think they have other plans for yeah. a couple of these people, but yeah. uh, Sabrina, I, I think that they worked really, really well together. Uh, here's, here's some news updates. I've long called Rhea Ripley, the tallest five foot seven person on the planet. Yes. She told me she's actually five and eight, five, eight and a half now. She said, I was probably 5'7 when they measured me when I came over to the States, and I've huh. grown since then. Jericho lifts involved in that, or is that uh, natural? Well, 
She said that she has said also, sorry for the stutter. She puts her posture up very high yeah. on screen. She's got her boots. So she's like, probably by the time I'm on TV, I am close to six feet tall. But uh, yeah, let, let me ask you this. Do you think Natty and and uh, and Shayna kind of got the short shrift here? They didn't get a lot to do in this match. Yeah, I do. Um because I like them both overall. It's just, I think they were just here to feed a little bit and they didn't get a lot of heat on them. Yeah. And like the heat was mostly on the other tag. This women's match has become the get, get them on the show. Get them on the show. Get a, but I mean, look, uh, Alexa wasn't on the show. Dana Dewdrop, Nikki ASH. Yeah. Tamina. Uh, who else? Zia Lee, Shotzi, Sonya, uh, got Aaliyah. You, you could have just, you could have done the battle Royal instead of this and then done a straight tag. There is no reason to not have had the battle Royal. I mean, and even then like, Hey, you want to add some stakes to that men's battle Royal? Finn Balor can say that he'll beat the whole field and defend his title in the thing, add some stakes to it. But Finn Balor ricochet, not on the card at all. Yeah. It's yeah. It's weird. It's weird, man. Uh, Queen money says, uh, I love L four B new finisher. Love their outfits. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I like that Sasha got a special intro too. Like that, that was cool. But they rented some cars this weekend for the ladies between they that sure and did. Becky. Yeah. They sure did. <laughs> I did like, um, I did like Corey's Catwoman and Donnie Darko line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do wish they could have played up the fact that Sasha had never won a WrestleMania match until this. Yeah. Because there was some real emotion on her face when she won that title. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize why until then. Because I was just mm-hmm. watching, oh, man, she's really oversized. She's a great act. Oh, that's right. She's never won at WrestleMania. Yes. She has yeah. been a giver at WrestleMania mm-hmm. her entire career. And I, I think there was probably a story there to be told. And I think you kind of go with that story. And I also think that she and Naomi could have had a really great feud together as well. She should have won the last time in Dallas. I'm just saying. Probably should have. Yeah, that's what, she agree. should have been Cornet because Charlotte didn't need it. That was yeah. my theory. I, I'm glad Sasha and Naomi got a moment. Man, man, Naomi's WrestleMania resume at this point wins the title in her hometown. Yep. Wins the Battle Royal. Yep. Wins the tag titles with Sasha Banks. Naomi has done some stuff at WrestleMania, and uh, good for her, man, because. Her booking is not always consistent. No, but it, 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 around Mania, they decide, oh, yeah, Naomi's here and she's pretty good. Let's give her something. She's, she's reliable. She's yeah. always over no matter what. She's always and then two over. months And then two months later, they screw it up with some sort of story. <laughs> yeah, that's true. As I look back, I'm like, okay, she was in a SmackDown women's title match as well. Uh, during WrestleMania, she had the... The kickoff match that I think it was Total Divas against the modern Divas yeah. type of thing. Uh, she was in a battle royal that that AJ yeah. or the Vicky Guerrero Invitational is what yeah. it was. That but, five on uh, five wasn't that bad. That was awesome. Oh, I love I love the five. That on was the five. one where I, Eva Marie kind of out kicked her coverage on that one. I remember. Yeah, I thought that one in in Dallas was really really good. So she has had some really good uh, WrestleMania moments. So good for Naomi. She deserves that. Do we need to cut back on Corey? During Carmella spots, or or, ha- yeah. or has that not yet jumped the shark for you? Okay, uh, for for this audience, it's like okay, I see why. For Mania, I like to actually like the. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to pay for the honeymoon now. Yes, 
Also, legitimately, congratulations to them. I was a little salty that I missed Corey at the the junket this weekend. I didn't get Corey, Sammy, or Kevin Owens, the three of the ones I wanted to really get. But Call Me Crazy says the women's division in WWE feels stronger than the men's, though Veer and Cody will make it better. I feel it in my soul coming Monday night. Uh, I don't think either one of them are strong because they leave so many on the table, and it's unfortunate. It's not that they don't have talent there. It's that they don't use it to its top potential. I mean, listen to all the people that I just mentioned that weren't on the show. Audio Flesh said, best sports entertainment show ever. Lashley, Owen, Zane performed. Celeb matches delivered. New stars were featured. Great debut. Best production. I don't know about best production. Uh, that camera work was miserable, man. Uh, all the <laughs> other just stuff, got on the show. <laughs> all the other stuff I agree says the nostalgia of most uh, entertaining era was full. Taker, Triple H, Austin, Vince, Mania was fun. I did not like what Vince did. Uh, no, but I, we'll get to that in a bit. We certainly will. Let's get to Edge versus AJ Styles. <sighs> this one wasn't for me. Nope, I didn't enjoy it. I looked, buddy. Went... I was drifting off in this match. <laughs> I hate to say it. I and that might just be bad expectations because I thought, okay, here's gonna be for lack of a better term, a G1 type match. Here's the work rate match, yeah. here's whatever. And they decided to do a WWE story match where the story was about Edge's mind games with AJ Styles, where there were no mind games in the match. Yes. And the problem with Edge and doing this story over and over again is that so often. He'll go up to the person and say, I'm in your head. Yeah. That's not what you do. No. You do let you, you let you do something and then you watch. Yes. Uh, that I entrance was... was cringe, I thought, though. I loved the entrance. I loved it. Well, I, loved the I think for me, it's too. like, okay, Edge has gone evil. And there's a difference yes. between going evil and then going pure Satanist. You know? <laughs> Give like... me pure Satanist. Josh's Town says Edge versus AJ was good. I mean, that's your opinion. Sure, you can think it's good. That was All fine. You want. I thought I thought I thought the right. work I thought the work was good. I just found it plotting. I found the the, the yes. pace just slow, and it looked like AJ wanted to go. AJ was great in this match. I thought. I thought the problem mm. here was kind of Edge slowing it down, having to do his certain facials here, having to do that here. I I just I AJ Styles is still great. I just found this match dull. Yeah. That there was, I loved the superplex on the apron. Edge uh -huh. took that oh, yeah. amazingly. Oh man, the the four fifty was really great. Yes, AJ told me he doesn't know if he could still do a spiral tap after seeing how smooth he hits that four fifty. I think he could pull one more out if he wanted to. One more into the foam pit. And the story they told was a little ridiculous, also in that he can't sure. get the Styles clash on, then he hits it, and they can't get the pin. It's like. What was the point of telling that story? <laughs> do you think that AJ went up to Edge backstage and he's like, listen, do not tuck your chin? Yes. <laughs> I think there's that I reminder so. there. Yes. Uh, that is... Especially at Edge's age. I've taken that move, not from AJ, one time. I, ha I had a broken neck at one point. It is the most horrifying move yes. I've ever taken because your instinct is tuck your chin. Tuck. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're going down. Woof. Uh, Zach says, finish was great. Good reveal with Priest. So let's talk about that. FightfulSelect.com reported this week that there was a major pitch for a stable with Edge. We will have more on that this week. Probably tomorrow is the safe bet. FightfulSelect.com. 
I didn't want an interference finish in this because to me, right. this this was a match I never thought I was going to get to see. Uh, so Damian Priest just standing there. I think it's reasonable that AJ'd go, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, like what the hell are you doing here, man? And then, poof, out of nowhere. Uh, so that's what led to the pin. I thought it was solid. And I love Damian Priest joining Edge. I I like the pairing. I don't like this being the unholy. It feels like House of Black WWE a little sure. bit, a little bit with all that kind. Of, I mean, the partnership could have been something else. And the funny part here is they call this the unholy alliance, and we go into New Day versus Team Ireland. Pete Dunn, you know, whatever we want to call it, Team UK. And Michael Cole immediately calls him an unholy trinity. And he gets an abrupt silence. And I'm positive someone's yelling on him in the earphone going, you just called them the unholy alliance, which is probably going to be their name in some way. And you did this. What are you thinking, you idiot? C says, Edge's new stable versus AJ, Balor, and Cody. Um, if the people who are supposed to be in that stable are in it, that would be one hell of a six-man tag match. And you know what? I've been asking for for more branching off of Bullet Club. We got three former Bullet Club members in WWE uh, yeah. now. Yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. Well, what could be a good knockoff name we could call them? The club. The club. They already did it. They, <laughs> Wait, they, hold on. <laughs> they just did it. Uh, Drew says, things I'm looking forward to the most after Mania, Cody and the Edge Priest pairing. I I mean, Damian Priest is so goddamn good. Yeah. Um, I think he could have been a great baby face because they he wasted is, that. They wasted that entire run of his. That guy is just so freaking cool, man. Mm-hmm. And he's great in the ring. He's a big Razor Ramon-sized guy that can do the most insane shit? Man. Marco says, Styles and Edge felt like it had rough placement on the card, and we got if we get Styles and Balor against Edge and Priest, why not? That sounds like a hell of a match, too. Oh, yeah. No, I, if Damian Priest can still, I mean, he's older, but he's yeah. still very good, and he's very charismatic. I, th- I think, sure. you know, I, I, I'd have him in anything. I, I loved his old NXT gimmick, just the pimp from the vampire pimp from the streets, I guess is what I'd call it. JK Schwal says, and AJ did all that after getting attacked by the set to start. Yeah. For those of you who asked, AJ did not have a pyro accident. He walked into like a corner of the set. Oh, did he? Okay. Scratched his head. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Ryan Satin for getting that information. Uh, but Anthony Adams says, Went in thinking Edge, AJ was going to be the best thing tonight, but ended up liking Zane Knoxville the most. Didn't like the ending to Ed, Edge, happen. AJ. That's yeah. the thing about the, the AJ Edge end. Like, to me, I think because I knew there was going to be some shenanigans, I didn't want it to be Damian Priest grabbing the foot or something. So I kind of liked that it was just him standing there and Edge going, "What? Why are you? why are you here? For me, my standards of mania are that I want all the stories sure. to end. Yes. I don't want it to be a setup for a new angle on Monday television. I want to, I want a fresh slate on Monday of new angles and things like this. Like I said, I want this to be the season finale and it used to be treated like that a lot. This is the end of the story we've been telling for a year, Hogan and, and Savage or whatever. 
I want that same thing for every match on this card. So yeah, I did not like that either. And just it just makes AJ look stupid. He's staring. At, he's staring at Damien, paying I, attention to the match. I think because it was so out of left field, it kind of makes sense. And not only that, it wasn't him trying to do anything. He was just standing there. So he's like, "Yeah, it's WrestleMania. Why are you here? Why are you here?" But even AJ didn't put that over that much. He didn't yell, "Why are you here?" You know, he should just looked and went, "Like, what's this all yeah. about?" Uh, Zach Schimmel sent a monster super chat and wow. says. My place of being one of Fightful's biggest sellouts has been challenged. He's talking about our friend Sabrina. He says, I must drop a bomb. Everyone here at Fightful, subscribe to Fightful Select, SRS is the face of Fightful. Jeff, I love seeing you on the show. Hope everyone has a wonderful night. Fightful, you deserve it all. Uh, Obviously, a a friendly super chat (laughs) to our good friend Sabrina, who we adore and has been super generous as well. Zach, always super generous. We love it, guys. We appreciate you guys. We are we are very much a publicly funded website, so uh, this uh, helps us out an awful lot. We greatly appreciate you. And our friend Sabrina says, just wanted to say SRS and Jeff are kings. You two are great. You That's two high are praise. I love you all are You all are just the best. Sabrina and Zach, A-plus people. <sighs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> I'm not sighing over those two wonderful people. No. I'm sighing over Kofi and Xavier versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. What a waste of time. So FightfulSelect.com had reported a couple weeks ago the plan was New Day versus all three of these fellas. They have already screwed up Pete Dunne. I don't know who in WWE has such a rock-hard boner for suspenders, but they got to stop it. Um... (laughs) New Day had great tribute gear for Big E. Big E could not physically travel into town. He's not even able to sleep in a bed yet. Um, and this was the tribute that gave him. Yeah. Um, the, the the content of the match was kind of good. Like, it was big spot, big spot, big spot. But then the Pete Dunne thing. He went full scrappy do. Yes. They like had this little guy. They had, they made him look chicken like hawk. a child. The chicken hawk from Warner Brothers. As you it was recall. so yeah. bad. CM says night one was definitely better. It was the New Day match getting maybe four minutes. Always the plan. Ended so fast. I thought something happened. Uh, the information I got last night was that it was budgeted for 10 minutes. And when they budget something for 10 minutes, they mean including entrances. So yes, I think it was always meant for that. This sucked. Yeah, this sucked. I don't know what Seamus and Ridge even gain from winning here, but nothing. Uh, I can tell you that Pete Dunn looked ridiculous here. Butch, whatever the hell his name is now, the ref had to throw him out. If if we're gonna con- yeah continue with this, but th- I mean this tag match never got started because of the Pete Dunn stuff, and it was just I know what they're trying here. And it's not going to work out because eventually they're going to get tired of Pete Dunn. Unfortunately, I love Pete Dunn. I will. <laughs> you can call That's him great. his bushwhacker name if you'd like, Butch. But <laughs> at the same time, small guys, you know, you know, he's going to be scrappy. He's going to be my little pit bull. AJ, you're no longer the pit bull. <laughs> Pete Dunn, you're now my pit bull. Um, it'll get over with the crowd. So it'll probably last longer than you think. Because I do think it's going to get over with the crowd, the, the the shenanigans here, because because it's it's, it's almost it's almost can. comedic. It's almost comedic watching Sheamus and Ridge have to control this guy. If anybody can, Pete Dunn can. Yeah, 
The Hound says, I can't believe New Day lost, but got jobbed in minutes. Vince gets time to beat Pat for no reason to eat the worst stunner ever. What is, what is Big E's Listen. record at WrestleMania, by the way? Abysmal is what it is. But this was um, a fitting tribute to Big E. Then. There you go. You know what? Um, is it time? There's there's good and there's bad here, but I'm going to tell you a way to just no matter no matter what we say, if you get upset or if the show upset you or you're happy, let, let me end your night on a good note with helixsleep.com slash fightful i personally have a helix sleep mattress i bought one during the pandemic because i needed a new mattress my back was wrecked on the piece of memory foam i slept on and i did not want to go to a mattress store so i found helixsleep.com i took their two minute quiz i was matched up with the dusk lux model and before that i could only sleep on my back now i'm also able to sleep on my side without my neck hurting my lower back hurting all of my injuries from years and years ago coming back. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful takes care of you. It is the 2020 best overall mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine and Fightful Magazine. And when you go to Helixsleep.com slash Fightful and take their two-minute sleep quiz, they'll match you to that customized mattress. You don't have to go to a mattress store. You don't have to get overcharged. You don't have to roll around on something that somebody else has been rolling around on. Ugh. And now they're offering up to $200 off on all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. They have specialized cooling technology. They have uh, plus-size mattresses for plus-size folks. They have all kinds of stuff. They have ones that are great for spinal alignment to avoid aches and pains. And they have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't like it. But you will. They also have financing options and flexible payment plans. That way you can go ahead and get into a bed no matter what your budget is. Check them out, helixsleep.com slash Fightful. I want to shout out their sister company, allform.com slash Fightful as well. Um, They were very, very kind to me, and they sent me a very nice sectional as a housewarming gift. And uh, I was not expecting that, and that was incredibly kind of them. Uh, all form does not even sponsor us anymore. And that was just a, a wonderful thing for them to do. So please check out allform.com slash fightful as well. You can get furniture to fit any size room. You can literally buy a seven seat sectional, take three seats and put it in one room, four in another, or put them all together. Uh, you can buy two of them and make a 14 seat sofa if you want, because it all connects together. Check them out. Allform.com slash fightful. Well, let's talk about the good. <laughs> Pat McAfee and Austin Theory had an exceptional match. Pat McAfee coming out with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders to Seven Nation Army with those the rights for Seven Nation Army with his multi-million dollar. Oh, buddy. Jeez. That's not going to be on Peacock tomorrow. No. <laughs> it is not going to be on there tomorrow. Um, Andrew McClellan. McErlane, yeah, Andrew McErlane. I just wanted to make sure I pronounced that right. Says, I'll be the oddball in the room. I enjoyed night two more than night one. Different strokes. Hey, if you did, more power to you, my friend. Like what you like. Is McAfee the best celebrity wrestler now? I'd have to go yes. Oh. Uh, Man, it's close. It's close because I thought Logan Paul was fantastic. He was good. (laughs) He was good. Uh, You know, I... 
I enjoyed McAfee's, of course, McAfee's Adam Cole match and the War Games match. He was so good yeah. in those. And they kind of recreated the Adam Cole match here with a lot of they the did. spots. And that was a good thing. The, the top rope jump and the yes. back slip and all yes. that. Yes, they absolutely did. They did. Um, so, yeah, because D'Angelo Williams is no longer uh, <laughs> taking bookings. I would say yes, yeah. then. I'll go with yes for McAfee. I would love to see like a a celebrity survivor series team. Like get D'Angelo, get Pat McAfee, get Bad Bunny, get Logan Paul. Do like the most ridiculous one. Stephen Amell. <laughs> Stephen Amell. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, Anti and Brick says the Seven Nation Army chance. McAfee is so over. I love him punting a ball into the crowd. That is so easy. I Pat McAfee, for those who have never heard my opinion on him makes a makes that smackdown show so enjoyable to watch when it shouldn't be enjoyable to watch at times because he's such a loose cannon on commentary yeah. at times punting yeah punting the ball was an easy flex did he wear the same thing in the uh in the coal match or did he wear actual wrestling trunks i was a little I, worried about I, it I, he didn't there. wear trunks i think he wore shorts okay yeah yeah right now I, I, yeah i was thinking he should have been wearing something a little bit more uh functional but it sure. worked here napping insomniac says pat mcafee was and is amazing michael cole yelling for the brand and jumping around and being so excited <laughs> was amazing the crowd reaction is up there with the biggest of the weekend pat is money that pat was, is money He's that was amazing. michael cole's david crockett impression <laughs> that's what i loved about it. i think i think i think some announcer should be less uh i mean i think i think your play-by-play should be a little bit more uh liking to the baby faces overall in your comments. And anyways. and not only that, it is his actual friend. Yes. So I mean, of course. Uh Alex says, any idea what Pat McAfee's salary is now? I'm asking because what his next contract is in 2023 is gonna have to be to keep him maybe more matches or a part-time wrestler if he stays. Uh let me tell you, this guy doesn't no, make money. No, yeah, no matter what he's doing or making in WWE, he's doing it because he wants to do yes. it. And um, because he is making seven figures any number of ways, if he wanted to go to the NFL right now, he could still get signed by somebody. Uh, And maybe I think he could. Uh, Actually, what they're what they needed to worry about is is him jumping over to be the first team on Fox because they don't have one yet just yet. And he's been working college games at ESPN. Amazon has been out some big money, too. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's that should be their big worry right now, but whatever he's making, uh it's not nearly enough. Also on his show, cuz I listen to his show uh daily, uh he tells Michael Cole stories and that friendship is one of the more interesting things um out there because there's a bit of a generational gap there. Then we get one of the weirdest goddamn things I have ever seen in my life. Now, <laughs> we we are going to have people that say, "Man, this is just fun." This was not fun to me. I did not find this fun whatsoever. Uh, Tremaine, uh, who sends a very unusual super chat, says, ha, 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 quote, I don't want to see Vince wrestle. Sean, stupid sap, JK, JK. Like I said, any Vince in-ring work is money. Great night. Well, Tremaine, all due respect, that is fucking stupid because this was abysmal. This was bad this May was I? horrible yeah oh but horrible in-ring work horrible booking the booking 
is the most stupid part of this. Pat McAfee can be on the next five WrestleManias as an attraction. If you want to get Steve Austin down there, you have Vince McMahon come in, give McAfee a nut shot, either during the match or after the match or whenever. Here, that that punt with the football yeah. was the best thing that Vince did. It That was legitimately hilarious. Yes. That, that was this close to saving it for me because I was like, there's no way Vince is going to connect with this football. And he did, and it ruled. <laughs> but if you just do that, the nut shot, the punt, and then Vince is just like, you know, kicking him in the head a little bit. Yeah. That's all you need. You do not need to have Vince McMahon throwing the worst clotheslines you have ever seen, the worst everything you have ever seen. The long, drawn-out, taking off the jacket, faking that, and then the tie, and taking the time, and taking time, and taking time. All he has to do is crawl in the ring. Somebody say, Vince McMahon doesn't belong in the ring, and then... And everybody goes, oh, this was a mistake for him to get in the ring for this reason. That's all it took. That's all it took. And I had somebody saying, well, Pat's not a full-time wrestler. What's it matter? I'm sure Pat was absolutely fine doing this because he's Pat McAfee. He's bulletproof, all that. I just didn't find what Vince did before the punt entertaining whatsoever. No, You can say we hate fun. You can say whatever you want. I didn't think it was good. I think it would have been good if it just wasn't a match and it wasn't like, okay, do these spots, do these spots. Here we go. What the hell, man? It was was an ego boost where you knew he wasn't going to be able to live up to what he thought he was. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's not a wrestler anymore. This isn't 2000 or whatever it was when he was in there, you know, acting as an active competitor. He's a little weak. Those clotheslines were noodles. And and McAfee, for his, he did he his best. Selling them. He sold those like a maniac. But you didn't need those. He didn't need to get undressed. He got undressed because he wanted to get undressed. He could have gone there in the suit, done the punt thing, done a nut shot, and still got in the same crappy sell of the stunner. The worst seller of the stunner in WWF WWE history is Vince well, McMahon. It's well, always been. Well, we'll be talking about that momentarily. Okay. William Boardwick says somehow WWE's most overstar is their punter and broadcaster. So naturally they have him job to the 76 year old owner for 10 minutes. That's the other thing. Why did you have to beat him in an actual match? That I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> if, if it's, if it's just Austin theory, cheap shot and yes. Vince uh, uh, and admittedly, jacked Vince like getting in his shots to me the disrespect of the punt was was enough because that was yeah. hilarious Austin that should either get the rub for winning because of Vince's uh Vince's interference which helps build Austin up as 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 a as a heel and then McAfee can just continue to bury him on commentary this whole time or yeah. McAfee beats theory McMahon comes in afterwards and they start the beatdown. Austin yeah. makes the save. This was so easy to do and they made it so complicated. Now I want to address this. The people liked it, which is what it was supposed to do. Josh, the people would have also liked it if there was no match and this happened anyway. You are not going to sit there and tell me that there needed to be an in-ring Vince McMahon match for the people to like this. The people liked Austin. Yes. 
And we let's let's get to that. Tremaine says it's stupid. We're living in Vince's world. Might as well lean into the nose candy crazy of all this. End times I'm here for. No, it sucked ass. It was dumb. Uh, Aiden says, I don't like Vince's match going almost double the time of the New Day match. <laughs> Love the singlets. Hoping Big E recovers. Keep up the good work. Blocka says, in 2022, Vince beat Pat McAfee using Orange Cassidy's offense at WrestleMania. He took the title of worst stunner taker from Linda. Unreal. Chris says, Vince did what Vince does. Took something good and ruined it. He did not have to pin Pat to get the end result. That's my issue. Right. He did not need to pin Pat McAfee, who will exactly. be on multiple WrestleManias in the Matt future. Matt McAfee's still a bit of a draw. Yeah. You don't beat him like this. It's just, it was just ridiculous. I, but I know, you know, they, they pitched it to McAfee and probably went, I'm game, dude, boss. Because he yeah. likes working there. He likes working there. Justin Rivera says, Vince, the whole match uh, had me in tears laughing. The whole final segment went on way too long. Did Vince forget how to sell the stunner? He never learned. What are you talking about? He never but, learned. Uh, so, uh, I mean legitimately the again the punt popped me it was so funny but it also popped me when vince jumped at austin theory's theme because he didn't know it <laughs> and he thought it was austin stone cold steve austin's as fightfulselect.com reported today they wanted to get steve austin for night two they did stone cold steve austin alex silva says see when vince jumped theory's music too soon that was so funny that was great and, of course, Stone Cold comes out, hits a stunner on Austin Theory. Now, well, the booking of what was about to happen, I love. Like, that's wonderful. That's awesome. Austin Theory took, like, a stunner. Jumped up. <laughs> I jumped up. Like, it was, I loved it. I loved it. It was stupid. a, everybody other than Vince sold the stunner. Fantastic. Yes. Yes, in different ways as yes, well. Yes. Pat McAfee got one after. But listen, that Austin Theory one was amazing. The Pat McAfee one was great. The Vince one is the one we got to talk about. Jack <laughs> says it was the funniest thing ever. It was. It was hilarious. Austin could not contain himself. Stone Cold could not possibly contain himself. Part of me wonders if it was a giant rib. And I hope it was. Because if so... That is the biggest rib that Vince McMahon could possibly pull on Austin is not physically allowing him to stun him because I can't even think that 77 year old Vince would take a stunner like that. You do not fall to your knee. You do not fall backwards into the ropes and then you don't take the stunner on your ass. That was immediately up there with Linda and Trump as the worst stunners of all all time it was so hilarious i was waiting for him to flex because he had gotten out of the stutter you know just look i'm gonna i'm gonna be the ultimate warrior here and no sell you what are you gonna do about this oh it was so hilariously bad like it's it's one of those things that's so dog shit bad that i couldn't even be mad at it because i looked in the ring and austin was just dying laughing what Watch, I haven't got a chance to rewatch it, but it looked like his instinct was to drop on his knees and he remembered he had bad knees. And so he decided to fall backwards and forgot. How do you not know how to take a stunner? He has taken maybe the most stunners on TV of, of, in, or up there, top five ever. And, uh, oh man, Joel says, Has Vince taken a halfway decent stunner in 25 years ever? No. 
I mean, here's the thing. The first one was so bad that it looked violent and it helped the stunner get over even more. Yes. Like that one was like so bad it was good. Uh, Sabrina says, Cole said, Vince is trying to get away during the fight. <laughs> well, let me tell you what. He did. He succeeded in that effort. It was so bad. That, you know what? That would have been even funnier. If Stone Cold tried it, he just rolls out of the ring, goes back up the ramp, goes, not going to yes. do it tonight, kid. But like to me, if you can't do this stuff, you definitely should not be wrestling Austin Theory. If you want to get in there and try to take a stunner to bid this guy adieu, more power to you, man. Yeah. But... I just, I just, I, this was something that was discussed and probably he'd never rehearsed it. Yeah. I'm betting that's, that's the kind of, oh, I know how to take a stunner. I did it for years. <laughs> and then oh. McAfee and then McAfee stunner. Just <laughs> me. Junie uh, says to check out uh, Mick Foley's reaction to the stunner on his Instagram. I will check that out very soon. RH says, Steve Austin running around beer-soaked ring like a happy toddler gave me joy. All that Vince BS, but no ICUS title matches at Mania. I mean, I didn't mind. I, okay, I minded the match. They should not have had a, a, a Vince match. Right. But the Austin stuff, that would, that would I mean, if you can do that, you absolutely book that on this WrestleMania. But you just execute it a lot better. Oh, yeah, because that crowd's going to eat it up. They're, yeah. they're casual, so yeah. And, and, you know, I did my <laughs> McAfee with the fountain. When he oh. took the stunner was great. And anti and brick says, can we talk about him drinking beer on the floor? And then drinking beer on the floor was great. Well, not only that, when he, when he took it with, with the fountain, Stokel couldn't keep a straight face. And while he's walking, doing the, uh, doing the turnbuckle thing, he pours beer on McAfee's face as he's passing him by to quote unquote, wake him up from the stunner. <laughs> Sabrina Harley says, wish I had a helix mattress during edge and AJ. I, I drifted off a couple times. I really did. And Sabrina says, my night is made. I made Sean laugh. Hey, we appreciate you, Sabrina. You've been so generous today. You're awesome to us. Thank you so much. You always make us smile here. Oh, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. The third main event of WrestleMania. And um, was it fine? Sure. But you know what? I've seen this match many, many times. It is a bunch of Superman punches. It is a bunch of German That's suplexes. Yeah. It is the same barricade spot I see in every big Reigns, Goldberg, Lesnar match. I, I'm done with the barricade spot. I'm over it. Um, this was just nothing special. No. And they missed commentary missed the most important thing in the match until after the match doing the replay which was the which the entire thing was Heyman and the rope during the Kimura he's right there with the hand yep. pointing it in there they're like and then he pushes the rope forward so he can get it commentary no sells it until after oh I didn't even notice that it's like how can you not notice that the hand yeah. is right there in your monitor you dope <laughs> Yep, uh, this, this. I mean, there's not more to add to the end ring of this match besides... Everything good in this was before the bell with the yeah. ring, with, with the introductions. Uh, I, did, I did like the Paul Heyman monologue before the barricade spot, though. Yeah. That was, that was great. Good. Reminder, guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. We'd greatly appreciate it. We have a bunch of super chats, but Roman Reigns won this match. To me, he got it. He's got it. He had never beaten Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania before. Uh, now, to be fair, Seth Rollins won one of the Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns matches. Brock won the other one. 
this has got to be the last time for a while. I'm so exhausted by this match. Is this kind of when you want to give him though? That's the thing. I mean, is like, was this supposed to increase his stock? It was a right in the penis Matt, like I, I would just have him win clean. He, if he is the dominant world undisputed champion for the, the longest reign of anybody yes. in the cable TV era, just let him win clean. This is the time in my old teenage fandom in the NWA where you let Ric Flair get over without, I mean, he, he overcomes the adversity, even though he's a heel, he's still skilled enough to get the win. I we think he people- needed to be skilled enough to be, get the win with, with, Brock. We got a lot of people thinking, oh my gosh, surely that wasn't have to be that wasn't how it happened. Like it was it had to be an injury. No, it was it was a work. That was I, I didn't think that was gonna be the end. It's like, okay, there's this there's another spear. One, two, here's the kick. Three. Oh yeah. Huh. Yep. And they they hammered this home as the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Sorry, it ain't whenever, bigger than Hogan Warrior. Whenever uh, they do that, the greatest wrestling match of all time at WrestleMania, the dream matches, all the dream matches underperform. This underperformed. Orton Edge underperformed. Like they, and they, I think they do it just to mock people to yeah. buy into it. It was it wasn't bigger than Cena Rock. Wasn't bigger than Rock no. Hogan. Wasn't bigger than Hogan Warrior. Wasn't bigger than Hogan Andre. Um, any any number of matches wasn't bigger than Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Undertaker, yeah. I, I mean, know. like there there's a a ton of matches that this was not bigger than. Um, man, <sighs> call me crazy. Says hate to say this, but the main event of night two was the worst. Everything else was great. Pat's match was my main event. I don't care about the title anymore. It doesn't have value to me. The WWE title has value to me, but it is like the booking of that title for there a couple of periods. Uh. SummerSlam, Money in the Bank 2019 through the following like February was one of the worst I've ever seen. The gender era was real rough. And the first couple months of this year were really, really bad. So I get it. They can never make it feel as important as the title that's on Raw. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It, it's just one of those things where they, you know. It's... Well, that is the title on Raw. Oh, I meant the you other ever... one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was getting the two mixed up. I thought you were talking about the other one. Sorry. No. Uh, Natish says, surely Cody beats Reigns at Mania 39. Who else? Uh, I've said it over and over again. If if it's me, The Rock somehow costs Roman Reigns the title because they don't need a title. To me, that that telegraphs who wins. And to me, head of the table, tribal chief of that family is the biggest piece of stake that they can have is The Rock saying, I've been head of the table since 1997. And that ain't ever going to change just because you're running around here in WWE right now. Um, I think that can main event without a title belt. But uh, what are you thinking, Jeff? What are we going to get rid of this attitude class uh, alumni matches as your main events Gotta and things them. like that and your big attractions? I Hopefully know we after say this next year. Well, there's always guys to bring back. I still half expect Triple H to have another match one of these I don't, days. I don't. Maybe. No. I mean, you never know. Uh, I, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, we want The Rock. I was like, wow. So we're going to have another build with another guy who hasn't been here in years, might have a good match, might injure himself again. We're doing this for Roman. <laughs> Roman's going to be the most pushed guy to never really be the guy, isn't he? 
I mean, he's the guy. I think he's, he's the, the guy. guy right but, but you know what I mean? When, when people talk about wrestling and they talk about their Mount Rushmore's, is, is Roman Reigns ever going to be on anybody's Mount Rushmore? Um, you think? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, here's the thing, dude. In about 15 years, he's positive. he's going to be the guy they're bringing back for dream matches. So maybe he'll end up on there. Like, I don't, I don't know. No, I just, um, I mean, I, I think Roman has good matches in him. I've seen good matches yeah. in him. It's just this style now that the Superman punch and the two match. The finisher spam just, thing. Yeah, it's like playing the video game and just hitting finisher, 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 yeah. finisher, finisher, finisher. I just, I I'm, I, I want to see the story. I want to see him tell a story again. Sabrina Harley with a couple more really good super chats. Says night two was eh for me. Um it says there wasn't as much excitement, and I feel like we didn't need to have Roman versus Brock. We could have gotten better, in my opinion. That match should have been better. That match should um, have been better, yeah. We should have done babyface Brock versus heel Roman long, long ago. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they should have done that a, a long ass time ago. Uh, he, she says, "Was that stunner with Vince botched? It was either horribly botched, Sabrina, or a hilarious rib." And uh, I don't think it was a hilarious rib. No. Sabrina also says had a great time but pissed off at Roman Brock that match ending was stupid how'd you feel about the finish Jeff I, again I didn't buy it was the finish yeah same here so I'm, I'm kind of with you uh, Alex Silva says Roman Rock head of the table match Roman convention the Rock's not fully Samoan the story is there I do th I, I think that'd be like a one-off line like you're not even really a part of this family type of thing yeah like, that that is something. Don't they, get me wrong; I have no do. problem with them bringing in the Rock. I just I, I find it. I like to go. Okay, when are we progressing to the next point of have? And, and by that to time, me, it'll be like to me, that's what this story has been building to is to okay. legitimately one of the biggest WrestleMania matches of all time. And again, I think that we have such a track record of that particular family running wrestling for so long. However that family's going to have six, seven, eight hall of famers when it's all said and done. Like mm -hmm. being the head of that family is a big deal. And they have established how important that is. I think that is something that can made event at WrestleMania. And in two if, nights, they can, if they can work it in the rocks contract, that's there the problem go. there. Ryan says, is it possible Roman injured himself? So they had to go right to the finish. Loved mania this year. It's in my top five. That was a word. Did. No, I think, I think what happened was, I think they thought the shock of, yeah, the shortness of it would, would imply power from Roman and that, Oh, look how strong Roman was in defeat, even after get being in the Kimura. Yeah. And if they wanted to establish that, they probably should have had him not punch Brock in the nutsack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brandon says shocked by the hate for the main event. I think the rest was over the top that predictable Roman retention seemed lackluster, even though it was the right call top five mania, regardless it wasn't that predictable for me. I thought he should win, but a lot of times Vince can't help himself with Brock Lesnar, man. Like he looks, I, I didn't know who was going to win going into it. I think I, I might have even, you know, I, might, I think I picked Brock actually to win the Brock. match for some reason. Brock is, this is one of the most Brock's ever been over right now. He's people love him. People love smiling, happy Brock and doing yeah. his own promos and doing his own ring entrances. what do you think of the ref bump in this match? Didn't like it. Okay. Didn't like it either. Uh, Evil says, yet another predictable Roman Reigns title defense, building him to be a two-move chump just like Cena to keep the belt on him for far too long. 
I'm okay with one of the belts being on him for, for a long time, because to me, until the next guy comes along, I don't need, see a need to, to beat Roman. If you're just going to keep putting it back on him. Um, as and that's far- why everybody gets excited for things like Cody. It's like, Oh, Cody can be the next guy and he'll beat Roman. Yeah. He's beating Roman. Sabrina Harley, our good friend says Brock and Roman's match was OMG corny. Lame boo tomatoes, tomatoes. I won't go that far. I mean, it was fine. <laughs> it, it just it didn't live up to greatest WrestleMania match ever. I and I can understand. I can understand why some people are exhausted by this, even though it's it was freshened up a bit by babyface and heel being switched. It's like, man, it's been it's been seven years of them trying to make fetch a thing. Mm-hmm. These are two great performers. Let's see them do some other shit. Yeah. See other people for a while. Get your CDs out of each other's trucks and date other people. <laughs> uh, look, I loved the first the first Brock Goldberg match that they did that one time where it was just like 30 seconds of just a sprint. It was great. When they decided yeah. to do it four more times, it didn't have its it didn't have the same luster to it. You forget the first one was really, really good. Why or winter warm says, is there a reason the main event was booked the opposite of a blood feud that's been going on for years? What was the logic here? I mean, they, they had all these stored finishers. What are you going to do, buddy? Not use all these stored finishers. Yeah. I, I just, and they couldn't go to the, they couldn't go to the Paul Heyman's choice story. Cause they've already done that. They did that yeah. day one. It was, it was underwhelming. Or, um, after day one, it was supposed to be day one. I mean, and at this point, like Brock's out there giggling and laughing every week. I don't know that it's that much of a blood feud. Yeah. It became a mind games thing for Brock. Zach says, hopefully the WWE title won't be a mid card belt anymore. I, I don't think it has been. I just think that they book really badly. And does Roman drop one? I mean, not in a match, but so just they always do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or they have them vacate one. I, they keep saying unified and undisputed and all that. The one yeah. thing I don't want is less stakes across those five hours of programming that I watch every single week. Cause I don't I mean, think I Roman's doing what, two shows. So that's <laughs> a fantastic way to get me to have Alex Palowski working Fridays. That much I tell you, <laughs> uh, cause I don't want less stakes. And I, I say this to everybody that says they got to end the brand split, buddy. I was covering SmackDown before the brand split and no, you don't want that. Don't want it. No, because it'll just be the same stories on two nights a week. You're going to be watching rematches from Raw on SmackDown, and then they won't be referenced on Monday. That's Please go look through the history. Go go to your profile DBs and whatnot, and look at the history of post brand splits when they decide ah this brand split isn't working. Yeah, it becomes dull because yeah. they don't do they don't use the entire roster. They just use eight people, and they use them for both nights. Lake says, what does this mean for the lineage of the world title now that it has been unified with the Universal Championship? To me, you always have to keep the WWE title lineage. It annoys me to no end the way they messed up the tag team title lineage to the point to where the Raw Smack, the Raw titles right now in the tag division used to be the SmackDown tag titles. Um, I hate that. I wish they would even go back and say, you know what, Let, let's kind of fix this type of thing. Like it's so annoying, but it's got to keep the WWE title lineage no matter what. They don't care about the lineage. I know. Zach says, don't know who beats Roman. Rock match doesn't need the belt. I'd guess give it to Braun or Cody. Vince segment was real weird. 
Well, it depends. I mean, if you want to use a recruiting tool for AEW wrestlers, well, then Cody Rhodes is probably the guy you have win that title. And um, I'm I'm very excited to see how that goes tomorrow. Uh, I'm surprised we haven't got more Cody super chats after all the uh, the uh, media he did. Honestly, of guys that have been around a while, it's it's still Drew McIntyre. If there's a choice there, interesting as a, as opposed to. Uh, bringing in a, a Cody or if you're not going to go Cody or Braun or new guy, the one guy that you look at at the roster and go, okay, he's fairly protected and he's done good work is, is Drew. Sure. Guys, get in your super chats and humper chats. We are heading down the home stretch. Joseph McBride says, any update on plans for Roman after Mania? Will he be defending both belts? Uh, the plan is to have him on both shows. He says <laughs> it would could make sense to have him beat Drew, lose to Cody to separate the belts, keep Roman strong and put the belt on Cody. To me, people if, want to belt Cody immediately. That's interesting. Yeah. And honestly, if he's going to keep one title, I would probably have him lose it in a triple threat where he doesn't get pinned. Um, because yeah. I don't also, how stupid was it for that social account to be like Roman reigns, not pinned since 2019. And then you post the picture of Baron Corbin being the guy to pin him. The guy who's running around in a Hawaiian shirt with a dude making <laughs> bad jokes and suspenders. Come on. Uh, yeah, I, I don't hate this idea, though. I don't hate it. I just, it, it's one of those things where Vince isn't a guy who, if he immediately belts you, it's one of those things where it's that toe in yeah. the water push. For, for the, you know, let's see how he does with the title now, and then we'll test him a little bit. Then we'll take the title off of him and give it to him later. That's what they do with a lot. They did that with Hardy. They did that with Punk. They did that yep. with uh, Daniel Bryan. They never go full throat on the guy the first time. It's always that... Here, now you can fight Kane as your first feud. Everybody loves full throat. Uh, Beep Boop conjures up an idea. Says, how many royal families does wrestling really have? And in actuality, are the Vince McMahon the top and true royal family of this industry kingdom? Well, you know what? That could be part of the the base of a Cody Rhodes-Roman Reigns feud is that there is more than one royal wrestling family. um, And Roman Reigns does not act as such. Yeah, I mean the Vincent the McMahon's probably are the top one, although for now, yeah. I mean, in I, this era, yes. Vince McMahon is I mean, Linda McMahon is not consequential to to wrestling history. Stephanie to a very minimal degree. Triple H certainly is to some degree. Um, Shane in some cool moments, but um I I would put the Anawaii family like as far as like wrestling history. You're talking Yokozuna, you're talking The Rock, you're talking Roman, the Uso. Or extended family, cousins, et cetera. The, yeah. yeah. No question. All over the place. Beyond and Naomi marrying into the family. Like, my gosh, that family is is just loaded. Yeah. Anti and Brick says Cody Seth Roman WWE title match book it. That you know what? That sounds a lot of fun too. I'd like to see Seth win some matches though. Mm-hmm. Jabbar Lewis, uh, send a comment. Uh, because this ended up blank. I assume you were sending a uh uh, a super chat just just put a chat in the in the chat and Luis will collect it before we go off the air. Zach says wish Baron was more of a big deal so that kick out meant more for Drew could have been a title winning moment if Corbin was booked better. They kept shouting that Corbin was undefeated since being happy Corbin, but what's it matter when he's wrestled like three singles matches, Jack? The thing is Baron Cor- when he was Baron Corbin not happy Corbin uh, he was everywhere, every week, doing that thing. He was 
yeah. strong and powerful before they made the character change. It would have mattered more with uh, what I'll call biker Corbin than, than this Corbin. Yeah, it looked like, it, you know, it's basically kicking out of a, a mid-card comedy acts finisher and thinking it's a big deal. That's the problem yeah. here, is the framing of it. Jordan says, Vince announced Theory as a future Universal Champ. Aren't they getting rid of that belt name? Nope. They announced Roman as the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion tonight. Irene says, WWE's reliance on nostalgia act and celebrities for shows like Mania is tiresome. When will it change? TV contract money has them on autopilot. It does, but um, I enjoyed the celebrity integration tonight. Vince, uh, yeah. Vince winning a match over Pat McAfee is where I drew the line. Yeah, I like one celebrity on a show. I think that's fine. I think this sure. one had three what three matches involving them, if you count McAfee as a celebrity. To me, he can get away with it. Like yeah. I like them having Knoxville one night and then That's true. They split it up at least. They didn't put both celebrities on one night. Um, but then also you got Austin one night, you got yeah, Vince the next night too. For like, for in terms of nostalgia acts, whenever uh whenever there are nostalgia acts not to be had. That yeah. can be, I mean, look, there's someone we haven't talked about possibly getting one of these big belts, and that's Edge. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a, that is a very good point. KE775 says, any debut get, uh, returns for tomorrow, you're guessing? Uh, maybe Braun, maybe Ciampa. Um, I, at any point, I could just see Vince arbitrarily saying Raquel, Dakota, Casey, Caden, like any of you guys, just poof. You just never know. Uh, maybe Elias pops up. There's a lot of things. Oscar Bailey. Oscar's a big possibility, up. I think. Not sure if Bailey's quite ready yet. She's she's on the way, but I'm not sure if she's okay. quite ready. Uh, there could be, you know, I mean, the thing about the NXT things is, is it could be anybody at any time because even the people that we think are there. I mean, he could just decide, hey, Toxic Attraction's a great act. We'll bring them all up en masse, see what they have. So we'll see. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Again, Jabbar Lewis, I think you tried to send a super chat. If it doesn't get read on this show... Uh, send it to me. Uh, there we go. Here's he Jabbar. Just got, yeah, there it is. He says, Seth versus Cody versus Roman. Best way to get one belt off Roman without hurting him. And the Cody-Seth feud uh, seems to still be strong based on Seth's comments today. This is not about Jabbar's comment at all, but how can you possibly hurt Roman at this point? Well, if he gets pinned straight up right after winning one of the titles. Then that makes the other guy who ever did it a star. <laughs> That's what sure. it does. Sure. Uh, I, I don't disagree with that. But if he's going to have one title, I'd rather him not get pinned for the other title. Okay, fair you enough. You know what I mean? Fair, like, yeah. Uh, so Jabbar, I, I completely agree. He says uh, it still seems to be strong based on Seth's comments today. Uh, Sabrina says, Veer is coming tomorrow. Well, so am I. <clears throat> Drew Oakley says, have Roman try to force Rock's mom to acknowledge him. Then boom, Rock's music hits and the rest will be history. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. I, That's not I would, a bad idea. I would love Roman saying something like, you can't get into this family via a paper cut. You got to do better than that. Um, like play off the history of that. The rock is not like a blood cousin of these people. Sabrina says, did you all hear about the alleged helicopter? Uh, Luis says, apparently WWE is seen doing late night helicopter practice. Oh boy. Oh, Let's get- Let's get Luger back here. You know what? That sounds like a Cody thing to do. It sounds like a Charlotte thing. That too. Alex Silva says, uh, LA WrestleMania, probably going to be a celebrity mania. Well, I mean, The Rock is one of the biggest celebrities on the planet. Wait, tell if anybody's coming out for that. (laughs) I might. I might. Get ready. It's it's a high. Look, I went went to the stadium for the Super Bowl. Not going to be as bad as that. It's it's a hard get in get out at times. I'm not excited about the potential of being in the city of LA for Mania. Uh, no. Yeah, uh, guys, we are wrapping up the show. Getting your super chats, Humper chats, last call. Hamp Connell says, "I'm here late. What do you all think about the crowd not being into Edge and Styles?" Uh, I I just we said that we thought it was kind of dull, and that that sucks. I hate. I think that they were expecting a work rate match, and they got a story match. That's what it, I thought. Yeah. And he says, and Roman won't ever be as big as Austin, Rock, or Hogan. No. No. Uh, but you know what? I didn't think that John Cena or Batista would be huge in Hollywood either. And they both are. So, he's still yeah. big, though. I mean, Roman yeah. Reigns, I mean, I mean, he's been in movies. People know, more people know who he is. It's just that wrestling overall isn't, you know, having 11 million people watch it every week. Yeah. Um, Cody says, did Stone Cold take this from a mid-tier mania to top five? I mean, it was it was fun. I if mean, I put it top so, ten. Sure. Probably top ten, but if you say so, yeah. you can. Anti and Brick says any chance Cena is there for Mania next year? I would I would think so. Uh it's weird not having seen it. Mania. I'm a little more used to it. I, I've come to expect them to not have some big people there. The the year when they didn't have Undertaker at Mania, I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then last or last year, there weren't as many like part-timers, celebrities. There's Bad Bunny, and that was about it. And Simmons says, if you take all the repeats, vids from last night, the random video packages, uh, 
and Vince segment after the Pat match, they, Ricochet and Finn could have had a match tonight. They could have anyway on the pre-show at the very least. You're not getting rid of the video packages. It's been a complaint for, for years yes. and years since the WWE Network. This is how they space WrestleMania for the fans at home. So basically, <laughs> it gives you a pee break. It gives everybody who's come to the arena a recap of the program that they're about to see the match for. It, it, I, I I get the criticism. I think the criticism is valid. Sure. But at the same time, I mean, my criticism is I don't need two seven-hour nights of mania. I, you know, Not everybody needs to be on the card, make the stuff important, and it's a better mania overall. But yeah, this is and, how and they're going to do it. It's the casual fan approach, too. They're reminding you of what you saw. They're promoting what you're going to see tomorrow. <laughs> I love Matthew's got at least their word zombies at mania. Yeah. It's like, that's a low bar, brother. <laughs> Canvas says Cena may be back in mania next since he's a poor man's movie rock. LOL. He's Hollywood now, kind of. No, he's Hollywood. He is a very successful actor. He is on an HBO Max series that has gotten fantastic reviews. Uh, he, John Cena is a legit. John Cena is a better star. actor than The Rock. I'm going to really? say you that. Think, you think so? Yes. I think oh. The Rock's a better presence, but I think in terms sure. of having to be something that's not himself all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think John know, Cena has a lot more range than The Rock. That's but what I mean, I like, that. my God, John Cena is in the new Fast and Furious 10 uh, thing that's coming out. He's, he's in Suicide Squad. Like, he's in Peacemaker. He was in the previous. Uh, Fast and Furious he was in the the tra- Transformers offshoot like my god he there's no Hollywood he is Hollywood yeah Mike he says has, he has a TV show on TBS yeah there you go Mike says speculation on more members of the Edge faction getting a confirmation tonight running something on select tomorrow about pitched names mm. again not confirmation on names but pitched names Mike Fran says thoughts on the two night style of mania I love it um, I mean, I used to cover seven hour UFC shows every Saturday and I don't want to do that anymore. So I don't even want to cover WrestleMania for seven hours, one night a week or one night a, a year. I don't mind them. I'd, I'd much rather they do them Friday and Saturday though. Now that we're not doing NXT takeovers, so to speak, you know, yeah. delivers fine. Sunday's just hard. If you're going to run it, especially if you're going to run it late as they have in the past and they still Look, it's not like they've shortened the time of it. It's just now you get two WrestleManias. You know, it'd be interesting if they ran one night on Fox. Sure. That'd be interesting. Guys, thank you all so much. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. We have a ton of great interviews coming your way, but please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. It is the most accurate pro wrestling news source that you're going to find. We've got more scoops than anybody else. We're posting at least one usually at least two pieces of exclusive information every single day over there and that's in addition to at least uh seven weekly shows as well jeff tell the people where they can find you find me on the twitterverse at crap game 13 i am occasionally on videos on fightful overbooked with joel pearl usually doing historical type of things for my fandom in the 80s and early 90s do a couple of podcasts as well. You can find me mostly on Shake Them Ropes, part of the Voices of Wrestling Network. Kind of a lighthearted take on all things stateside wrestling. In addition, if you like hot takes, I do the Dynamite Show Wednesdays over at Fight Game Media. We go up about an hour after the show is finished. Um, and a thorough deconstruction of that, myself and Paul Fontaine. And of course, I am always here for any time anybody needs anything on Fightful. We appreciate you for that. It, is, it has been awesome having you. Yeah. Guys, this week has been awesome. Um, 
I know I've been healing it up, but legitimately thank you all for all the, the cool stuff you all said about the GCW spot. Uh, I'll probably do a podcast. I might try to get Denise in on it to do a behind the scenes of that, how it came together. There are some pretty funny stories behind that. But if you want to keep this party rolling, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com because Alex and Kate are still live on Sour Graps. Talking <laughs> They're only on match two probably on their I stream. Know. I know. Needless to say, I'll be doing the audio for that one when I wake up tomorrow because I have got about six hours sleep combined this week. But I want to thank Jeremy Lambert for leading the yes. charge for our news team this week. I want to thank Kyler for all the great social media work he's done. I want to thank Colby. I want to thank Gisberto, Skyler, Robert D. Felice, Luis for all the work he's done. I want to thank Alex and Kate. I want to thank Jeff as well. Everybody, Joel, the whole overbooked team, everybody that does the watch-alongs. Fightful has grown exponentially to where it used to be only me writing news and then only me on pay-per-view weekends as well to like this team of dozens. And uh, our our moderators did a great job. People like Drew here as well. Uh, Thank you guys. We are publicly funded. We are, uh, we are able to do whatever the hell we want to do and what we deem professional. And that's because of your support. We actively discourage pieces of shit from watching our show so they don't (laughs) poison the well And we get good people watching. So thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.